0: Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBenn, and alongside me as always is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke?
1: Um, I'm I forget the word for it. Brian, what's it like where you're filled with joy? What do you call that? Like not sad, the opposite. Oh man! Oh, um, happy Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Be still, my heart. Happy birthday, dear Brian! Happy birthday to you!
0: Wow! Didn't really hit that last note, but yeah, happy birthday, buddy! That was beautiful. Oh, it's my birthday! Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were singing it to someone else. I forgot It's my birthday. Oh, you Um, thought there was
1: someone else just off frame. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Luke, we're recording a podcast right now. What are you doing singing happy birthday to that person? No,
1: it's your birthday. You're finally years old. And uh, (laughs) um, we're so proud that you made it here. So I hope you have a wonderful day.
0: I was gonna say i tried really hard but i feel like i didn't try that hard like i I haven't lived that healthy of a life or like careful of a life so um i've just survived until now you
1: did
0: what a what a a thrill you
1: did it baby and uh so i thought i'd do a little something special for your uh (laughs) birthday brian this is exciting i got some of your favorite musicians to call into the show And wish you a happy what? birthday. So uh, no here, here uh, here's the first one. Let's uh, take a listen. Hi, Brian. It's me, uh, Grimes. I'm here with uh, Elon Musk and Baby xsa 12 And uh, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, buddy. Uh, hope you're uh, doing well in quarantine. And, uh, you know, we, we love you and want you to have a good birthday. So see you later, buddy. Hey there, Brian. It's me, favorite pony bear. Justin Vernon,
2: I just wanted to say happy birthday. Love you, bye.
1: Hey, Brian, uh, it's Dave Longstreth here from Dirty Projectors. I just wanted to say oh, hey, happy
0: birthday. Hey, happy
1: birthday. One of our signature Dirty Projectors vocal runs for you there. Have a great day, man.
0: Wow. Thank you so much. That was great, Luke. Um, it started yeah. so strong with Grimes. I love right? Grimes. And then uh, two of my least favorite musicians, but that's cool. Right. I'm still You're honored not big that they fans. are thinking of me.
1: I thought maybe I would win hey. you over uh, if they gave you a message and their signature style, but I guess not. They, <laughs> they still love you though, even though you don't like their music. I think it makes them love you more weirdly. Mm,
0: that could be. They want to win me over, like exactly. their fathers, they were never able to get their father's love, and I look like they feel like I'm their father. Yeah, I, I for get it.
1: years yeah. you've been negging Bony Var and Dirty Projectors, <laughs> and it's finally paying off.
0: Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much. I, I probably I feel the love in my heart. Um, and it doesn't really feel like my birthday because all I'm doing is sitting around in my house still, but hey. You got to stay home. You got to stay safe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad that I could do something to make it special for you, uh, since otherwise it totally sucks. Um,
0: <laughs> um, also, did you? So, have you heard the good news, Luke?
1: Oh, he's risen. He rose back in April from the grave. So, I don't know. Oh, think no, no, no. I'm sorry. That. The,
0: the um, other good news, not the one about Jesus.
1: Oh, no. What's this?
0: Uh, our third daddy offshelf.net got us a a present for my birthday.
1: What? And it yeah. was wait, they got it both for for both of us but on your birthday?
0: Yes. Okay, yeah. that's fine. They're starting to distribute uh another podcast and what? there are there are kissing cousins now. Our kissing cousin podcast. <laughs> this is Lace cousins
1: dangerous.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's (laughs) they're our cousins. This is tell me all your thoughts on Pod, uh, which I've mentioned on the podcast before. I know Um, that show. Yeah, they are going to start. They're part of the Offshelf.net family now. And if you haven't checked them out yet, you should. It's it's a really fun exploration of '90s alternative rock, uh, starting. After the death of Kurt Cobain in April 94, uh, yep, you gotta, uh, it's a really fun show. Check it out. All all. Tell me all your thoughts on pod, wherever you get your podcasts. Check that, that is shit.
1: great. That is wonderful. I'm happy that they joined the family. It's great to have you guys. It's a great show, but why don't we get into our show for this week? This is of course, best song ever. Brian and I are each going to play you a few songs that we think are top notch and, uh, If Brian plays one I really love, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy, Lordy, Barry, Gordy, and vice versa. If I play one he really loves, he's going to give it his, which is
0: Papa Likey.
1: And, you know, uh, one thing that's been making my time in quarantine here a bit better is I've been able to talk to some cool musicians. You know, on last episode, we heard from La Priest, and that feature is up on Off Shelf right now. You can go check that out right now. And uh, last week, I got to talk to Ontario hip-hop producer Eloquent.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Eloquent is the musical moniker of Sona Ilongo. Uh He's a native of Guelph, Ontario, up there in Canada. Um, mm. Eloquent's story is kind of interesting because he lives in Ontario and started making music and putting it out. And uh, he is classified as like beat music. It's sort of that warm, jazzy, dusty, uh, sort of instrumental hip hop sound uh, using a lot of like jazzy samples. And uh, he is lives thousands of miles away from where the beat scene originated in LA, but he uh, sort of broke in remotely and, Uh, gain the respect of the scene out there and many other um, artists who he's had the honor to work with over the years his uh, new album forever is a pretty long time was his first album that was not an instrumental and this came out in february it's a fantastic album and uh he's released like for over a decade a lot of instrumental hip-hop and he just for this new album got a lot of artists on it artists like Odyssey, Guilty Simpson, Blue, hip-hop veterans like that, but then a bunch of newcomers. You got Chester Watson, uh, some people I hadn't known before, Saturn Alexander and Brain Orchestra and Allie, some great people on here. Um, And I actually asked him, like, how did you put this list together? And so I wanted to play a little clip of him talking about um, the album and the people that he chose to be a part of it.
3: The album was really... Like the, the plan was, there was supposed to be another another instrumental record, and oh, I got really? like two or three songs. I got two or three songs in, and I kind of just wasn't feeling it. At least it mm. felt like I was just doing the same thing I did on on the first mellow Records like six months earlier mm. or however long it was. Um. So so instead, I kind of just pivoted and said, you know what? I've never really done that album. I'm working with a series of artists. Why not? Like, what this this will be the first one. Now, you know, while it was awesome to get to get Odyssey on board and mm-hmm. so forth, but the one thing that I really, really believe in and strive as a producer is um, is really just to introduce introduce new artists. Um, yeah. So while. I had a feeling everyone was going to like the, the Odyssey record. I wanted people to, I wanted people to check out the record, um, to hear Odyssey and Guilty um, and Blue. I'd come for them, but then stay for Saturn and stay for mm-hmm. Ali and stay for Brain and, and lost like Alex and, and Chester and everybody. Um, you know, because I mean, I guess I probably, I guess I could have just reached out to. You know every big name I could I could think of, but, yeah. but one that one that costs money. Um, <laughs> but you know I also just saw this golden opportunity to to get some ears on a few on a few people that don't have that same uh, that same sort of highlight on them or spotlight on them, I should say. Yeah, and you know and just give them give them that opportunity to to make some new fans. So. So personally, when people tell me that they you know listened to the album and they really liked it,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: their favorite song was "Annoyed" or their favorite one was "Lottery Check" yeah. or "Time" or any of the ones that don't have the the big name features on them,
1: yeah,
3: um, that that's kind of something I take
1: the most pride in. Yeah, so I thought that was really great how he was saying that he wanted this album to be a way for him to bring attention to lesser known artists and get people into their music. And uh, the song that really stuck out to me as doing that was Annoyed with Saturn Alexander. Uh, She's a great new MC I'd never heard of and does a fantastic job on this song. And this is uh, a great example of what, what an eloquent beat does best. It's warm and smooth and inviting, but then it leaves space for Saturn to just do her thing. So why don't we take a listen to Eloquent featuring Saturn Alexander with Annoyed.
5: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You see my daddy? Got a clock and it's always ahead of time So I'm always on time If I seek it, I make it mine And I hate it late, bitch Bitch, you're with the fake shit It's niggas always complaining, bitch If you don't like it, change it Life all about rearranging Complacency can be dangerous Gotta be advantageous And separate from snakes. Nigga, these are the breaks But closer to Kurt Cobain And doper than crack cocaine Subconscious on David Blaine Why you niggas always wildin' Swear I really don't get it. If I said it, I meant it Ain't lost a friend, I regret it Y'all in the mix with no person you just cool on the surface i write my curses in cursive cause honest modesty worthless i don't get this swear i really don't get it all you niggas pretending i swear i really don't get it i don't get it i swear i really don't get it all you bitches pretending i swear i really don't get it and the truth is i'm always fucking annoyed truth is i'm always fucking annoyed Truth is, I'm always fucking annoyed, I'm always fucking annoyed, I'm always fucking annoyed, and the truth is, I'm always fucking annoyed. Truth is I'm always fucking annoyed. Truth is I'm always fucking annoyed. I'm always fucking annoyed. This the shit I try to avoid, nigga. I'ma bounce back and never backwards Hold my backward hoe. People back say they hope? hear me, yeah they hear me, they don't feel me no. though. On my bros I be so sick of it. People blow my shit, really bitch. On my Richie Rich missing friends and shit hit the grip, then I get a lick. I be on my shit, really bitch. She a silly hoe, must be stupid bro. She must be stupid. Bro. She must be stupid. Get it all you niggas pretending i swear i really don't get it i don't get it i swear i really don't get it all you bitches pretending i swear i really don't get it and the truth is i'm always fucking annoyed truth says i'm always fucking annoyed Truth is, I'm always fucking annoyed. I'm always fucking annoyed. This the shit I try to avoid, nigga. This the shit I try to avoid, nigga. I be playing niggas like toys, nigga. This the shit I try to avoid. The shit I try to avoid. I'm always fucking annoyed, nigga.
0: A like evening, of course uh that's right yeah. up my alley uh yeah i um actually forgot about this album to be honest with you i can't believe i did and then you, you told me
1: it. to listen to it yeah
0: i did i haven't listened to it in a while and um i forgot about this song i really like this song a lot there's just the right amount of brattiness on the chorus there um, which I think is fantastic. And yeah. uh, something I noticed while listening um, with the headphones on here is it like gets aquatic um, towards the end a bit and has almost like whale sounds. It reminds me of do you remember those CDs that you would buy that had like nature sounds and, and, and uh, like that Badaline I would Brooks buy books and stuff? Well, not you, but it personally, but gen- in general <laughs> yeah. people there, there was yeah, like a yeah. big
1: nature sounds. phase
0: of, I remember there was like a kiosk in target that had a bunch of them for sale. And like, <laughs> you could hit, hit buttons to have different yeah. um, samples play to you and be like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the whale sound right. CD I want. Um, but this reminded me of that, but like really, be- like a lot better.
1: You know? Yeah, definitely <laughs> um, that wow in the end. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I love that sound too.
0: Me too. But yeah, no, it's a cool song. It makes me want to listen to the album again.
1: Yeah, and like I, I liked talking to him and hearing that it was really important to him to spotlight these um, newer artists. And I was gonna play odyssey the song guidelines with odyssey because odyssey is like my favorite and it's like my favorite song on the album I was like you know what i should probably play one of my other favorites from one of these people that were new to me so yeah i'm i'm glad you liked it i like how her rapping is sort of the constant and the beat almost sounds like it's dropping out you know where it's like doing that mm. Mm, And then sort of just like leaving space in between those sounds. Um, whereas her beat, her rapping is sort of the consistent thing. And that's something else we talked about was he said, you know, you don't want to go too far with things and sometimes minimalism and simple things are the best. Sometimes all you need is a loop and a drum beat. And, um, so I like that he does it really subtle with this, just a few subtle elements coming in and out and, uh, just builds really well and still keeps that chill atmosphere that is throughout the album. Um, and that's why I love this album it just lowers my blood pressure. Like Brian, you said you've been having some, you know, COVID panic attacks as, um as is usual. I've had a couple of those as well, where I'm like, fuck that delivery person wasn't wearing a mask. I got it. I'm done or I touched a, the the post out on my porch and who knows who else touched it or something like <laughs> they're always irrational. But, right. um, but you know, freak now, just put on this album. You'll calm down real quick. So that was eloquent with annoyed featuring Saturn Alexander from forever is a pretty long time. That is out now on mellow music group.
0: It's uh, It's been a while since we've talked about my birthday, so I'm, I want to bring it up again because today's my birthday, and I love talking about myself and relating things to me, and of the world re- resol- revolves around me. So uh, today... And it
1: resolves around you. It does. Like the, the world had a bunch of issues it was dealing with, and then it comes around you, they're just resolved.
0: Resolved. And it dissolves around me, too. Yes. Sometimes, you know, Excellent. but anyway, um, so I love when my birthday falls on a Friday because then I get albums and I feel like they're presents for me. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before. And um, this uh, today, this today, my birthday today, this day, uh, has a really exciting album I'm really interested to listen to from a band that's uh, releasing their debut album. And I've loved every single uh every single single that I've heard from this album, whoa, yeah, uh this is Nation of Language. Have you heard them yet?
1: No, I thought you were I'm, gonna say Nation of Islam and I was like, yes, them I've heard of
0: i've heard I've heard of them uh no, this is Nation of language um and you are going to I think really like this song and all the others because you've been listening to A ton of '80s synth music, and they um are unashamed. They they don't care. Don't be ashamed. They're unashamed about how influenced they are uh, by that sound. A lot with New Order, like who who wouldn't be? New Order is one of the best bands ever. Right. So so yeah, but they they put their own spin on things. Um, The song that we're gonna listen to also kind of reminds me a little bit of like lcd sound system sort of groove that they get into but mixed cool. with new order it's 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 cool you're gonna like it um so the song that we're gonna listen to is called the wall and i and the band says that um this song was written after a long time of kind of being going through right writer's block and that their things just weren't flowing they were trying to write and it felt like everything that they were throwing against the wall wasn't sticking, and then finally they persevered through it and got to this song, The Wall and I. They say since this time, they've tried to make a mental adjustment to see the struggle itself as a kind of conceptual or performative dance, to make the conscious choice to spend a whole day locked in battle with my own aspirations, wrestling against actual outcomes. As good as it feels to just sit down and knock a song out, there is a different level of satisfaction when you feel like you've bled a little bit and truly earned it. We're going to listen to this. This is a song that caused them to bleed, and I feel like that struggle was definitely worth it. So, here's Nation of Language with The Wall and I.
1: I'll give that a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Yeah. I loved loved that sound so much. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the the last band that I played that was unabashedly influenced by 80s music was Graveyard Club, and they had a similar sound to that. And I became obsessed with that band and loved it and listened to it all the time. So thank you for telling me about this band and i'm going to do the same with this one
0: yeah as you should i'm i'm really excited because um the progression of the singles that they put out has been really smart this was the last one uh it's the newest song and it's also the album closer and it just feels like Mm. such a great way to end an album especially hearing the previous singles, they're a little more catchy, a little more upbeat. And this is just a nice, long, almost kind of ballad yeah. song. And it rides, rides it out really nice. And um, I can just see this is just a, such a nice cleansing moment to the end of an album. Uh, and I'm excited yeah. to kind of chart that journey uh, from beginning until this song uh, today, when this album comes out.
1: Hell yeah. You know, I do obviously hear New Order, like you said, but n- thinking about it now, I wasn't thinking about it when we were listening to it, but now the song's sort of playing, resonating in my head, and I'm like, that does kind of remind me, has a similar feel to uh, All My Friends by LCD yes. Sound System. Yep. So, yeah, just the mood of the song, you know, it doesn't have so much, the same instruments in but that's
0: yeah. that's the uh, yeah the more lcd sound system like long sort of uh slower ballads sort right, of songs right. is what that reminds me of yeah yeah check that album out luke i think you'll like it and it's a present for me but i'll share it with you and the listeners you can enjoy this present that nation of language got for me as well so that was nation of language with the wall and i from introduction presents which is out today
1: Brian, that's just so sweet, so selfless of you. On your birthday, you're not making it about you. You're spreading the love, so that's great. It's um yeah. so I'd like to take this opportunity to uh to make your birthday about me. Uh because my birthday is a week from today. We were born a week apart, which is pretty crazy. Wait, what? Um, we were? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you remember all those joint birthday parties?
0: Oh, I remember my birthday parties. I thought you just like to-
1: But do you remember those joint birthday uh, parties, if you know what I'm saying, puff puff. Reefer
0: reefer <laughs> premium flower.
1: Yeah. But no, we were born a week apart, and just as you are getting presents on this day, I have some presents lined up for me next week. Mm. And I'm I've actually been sitting on these Prezzies for three months and Ooh, I've been get very those prezzies, excited prezzies nice and warm. Yep.
0: (laughs) Sitting on them nice and long. Get them warm.
1: The first of these presents is from a fine gentleman named Shane Barna. We're going to listen to the song Eastern Junk Dancing. And this was the first single I had heard off of his EP, Margaret Thatcher of the Lower East Side, which comes out next week on my birthday. Thanks for the present. Uh, On this album, it's interesting because... This album was written in the wake of the 2016 election and oddly turns Margaret Thatcher, who is traditionally an enemy of marginalized people uh, and the working class, it turns her into a queer icon, which is quite interesting. And I'm going to read a little paragraph here from Shane and uh, he'll explain this a little more. For me, the phrase Eastern Junk Dancing came to loosely refer to the crazy existence of scraping together whatever money you can by bartending or whatever to gallivant up and down the East Coast in a tour van and play for sometimes non-existent crowds. Those of us who do this, I believe, are seekers, hoping for a few unforgettable evenings and maybe trying to learn something about ourselves. Then I look at my life, defined almost entirely by the anxiety of trying to make a life in music, navigating the constant challenges to my ego and my already fragile mental health. Then as a songwriter, an observer really, this feeling is compounded by the social anxiety of my peer group of weirdos, queers, and artists living in an increasingly hostile, hateful America. Through art, music, performance, and substance abuse, they stand their ground. Even evil people like Margaret Thatcher realized you needed to be a steely bitch to survive in this world, and a little bit of gin might make the trouble go down a little easier. So, what more needs to be said? Let's take a listen to Shane Barna with Eastern Junk Dancing.
6: Stand down, your princes. Post all your prices. Paint your lips red and let's get to the choices. Sure boys will be boys with their glamour and poise We came for the party, but we stayed for the noises Don't need reasons, just East and junk dancing Soft to the touch, baby, just take your time It's not medicine, just juniper permission My Margaret Thatcher of the Lower east. Morning. This town is a warning. your cheek shaking your tits while the world is burning. But won't you come with me? Won't you come for me? Come be a bitch with me in New York City. Don't need reasons. Just and young dancing. salt to the touch, baby. Just council with the queens in the corner. She talks, she talks, but the boys, they never want her. She keeps them wanting, but wanting is needing. Down comes the curtain, it's gorgeous, but we're leaving. Don't need reasons, just eastern junk this. Soft to the touch, baby, just It's not medicine, just you permission.
0: yeah that was a cool song um his voice is really interesting and um does it remind
1: you of anyone
0: well when it started out i was like this kind of sounds a little bit like dan behar bingo um at times but you know obviously different but yeah no it was it was cool a nice a nice cool short little ditty uh that the chorus was great um Whenever I hear Lower East Side in a song, I always think about the Magnetic Fields song. Um, I'm the luckiest guy in the Lower East Side. Um, and hmm. uh, that I don't know why. It doesn't sound anything like it. But just the the, the Lower East Side reminds me of them, which is uh, always yeah. good to be reminded of. For sure.
1: Yeah, I uh, definitely thought, wow, this guy sounds like Destroyer, Dan Behar. But his voice sort of, like, cracks in interesting ways, uh, which I always love in, like, like Frances Quinlan's voice we've talked about before, how she mm-hmm. can crack it in uh, cool ways. And so, yeah, it does sound like Destroyer, but it's sort of like the more you listen, the more you hear how it's kind of different. Uh, this song is just full of fantastic lyrics. Uh a couple that I really love are boys will be boys with their glimmer and poise, I believe he said. Or maybe he said glamour. I'm not sure. But And then shaking your tits while the world is burning is just amazing. That's and, what I've
0: been doing for like a month and a half now.
1: Right? And uh, come to I believe he says, come to New York and be a bitch with me. Which, like, now thinking about that Margaret Thatcher, what he said, like, how you need to be a... A steely bitch to get by in this world i'm like oh okay i like that i i didn't really pick up on that as much before i read his uh statement but yeah just a great breezy song uh he's got a great unique voice and uh I was just blown away by the songwriting the production of this song and so i'm very excited for this ep so that was shane barna with eastern junk dancing from the ep margaret thatcher of the lower east side and that is out next week for my birthday.
0: So I I know nothing about like New York geography. Um, you know, I hear Lower East Side. I'm like, I don't know where that is, but I do know that Gossip Girl was the Upper East Side. Um, and hmm. then you know what I mean. So like, yeah. I, I don't know where where like Brooklyn is compared to the Lower East Side. Maybe it's close. Maybe it's not.
1: Yeah, I don't have my uh, PlayStation Spider-Man map up right now cuz that's <laughs> the only way that I know New York geography. Yeah. I do know that the Upper West Side Manhattan is supposed to be like the really like rich and nice part. So I think Upper West Side, Lower East Side, I'm thinking uh that's that's what it is. But I don't know, is it by N- Hell's Kitchen? Is it near Chinatown is it near Brooklyn I I don't know I got to look on the map and I don't have it up
0: right now so wait the upper west side is that where Gossip Girl like because the probably knowing the Gossip Girls I thought it was the upper east side that's why I'm it's possible um maybe both upper east and probably the whole upper um,
1: area is pretty
0: pretty well off yeah but anyway, wherever it is, it's probably somewhat close to Brooklyn maybe which is where the next artist that I'm playing is from. Nice. And flawless segue. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it took us a little bit to get there, but hey, whatever. Um and you know, I'm really upset that you started talking about your birthday. <laughs> Um being next week because I was gonna say I not only did I bring a present for myself, I brought a present for you because this album comes out next week on your birthday. Surprise. It's a nice little prezi.
1: I am a piece of shit. I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to yeah. make it all about me, and you're doing such a nice gesture like this. Go ahead and lash me.
0: I I'm ready for I it. Um, you know that's impossible. <laughs> we are socially distanced right now. Oh, I'm in need... a tongue lashing. Oh, um, no, I like the physical lashing idea. So okay. here's what I'm thinking: I'll buy like, I don't know, a six foot lash, so we can be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. I'll wear a, I'll wear a mask. This is sounding a little too sexy. <laughs> But, I could get you a pretty
1: um, long branch. I see one that would work perfect for a switch. If you wanna just come yeah. over here, we could do that. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, okay. and we'll both we'll both put our masks on. Um, I'll wear gloves. Again, this is pretty sexy, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna lash you. Okay. Um, so anyway, this is coming out on your birthday, May 29th.
5: Thank you. A nice you. present
0: for you from the band painted zeros um which i had not mm. heard of before me uh, neither the song this is the project of katie lau and it's coming out on don giovanni records and whenever i see don giovanni records i'm like uh, yes please let me don check G. that out and donji baby exactly give me those <laughs> exactly. records donji baby that's not that's not what I say, but I like I like that. That's what I feel inside, you know. Um, yeah. Just that excitement of Donji baby. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um. So anyway, this, this is the second full length album that um, Katie Lau is putting out as Painted Zeros, and this one finds her in a different place artistically and personally. Uh, It's the first album that she's putting out since Becoming Sober three years ago. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Katie. That's amazing. That's an amazing accomplishment. Um, So this album also finds um, Katie diving into a lot of conflicting uh, emotions and feelings and kind of separates them uh, in the album's two sides, um, the first side is more account of difficulty and darkness, and the second is more exuberant and, ha- and filled with gratitude, hmm. um, which is an interesting way. Um, I always think about this when I listen to old albums, is where, where is the, like, they would have released this on a record, so where, where, like, what are the sides of the record? You know, like that's something you don't really get in digital streaming anymore is, uh, I feel like there's probably a lot more care put into sequencing of like sides of records, which I think is pretty cool. Right. So yeah, it, uh, I'm, I'm really interested to hear the whole album. Uh, I don't know a ton about it, but I, I heard this song that we're going to listen to and I really liked it, um, So let's take a listen to Painted Zeros with Commuter Rage.
1: That was a nice, fuzzy, sludgy jam. Uh, Some interesting guitar solo going on there. I liked how it was just sort of like rough and raw and some drums going crazy. Uh, I I dug that sound, and I really liked the lyrics uh, when she's talking about something about people who think they're guys who think they're God's gift to the world or something and then talking about taking over and becoming your benevolent overlord. Uh, it made me think of the show, the great that we've been watching, uh, about Catherine the great. Cause that's what she's trying to do is take over and become the benevolent overlord. So I was like, Hey, I like that.
0: <laughs> um, yep. I like that too. Um, it also gave me this great, um line that i'm going to be texting you when uh from now on when you're like hey brian i'm watching this tv show called i know this much is true and then yeah. i'm gonna be like go read a fucking book because <laughs> uh, that the book is the book is great you know what i mean yeah uh i i, I love go read a fucking book man um that's a it's a good line
1: yeah I don't read that much, which is funny because when we came to isolation, everyone's talking about, "Oh, I've been reading so much. I'm reading this, this." I was like, "Dude, the l- I I read the Game of Thrones books, didn't even make them through all of them, <laughs> and then I read Ready Player One, and then I haven't read anything since. <laughs> I've read bits and pieces, but yeah,
0: I was hoping." To read more during this time and I like have tried to and it just takes too much brain power. So I just turn Big Brother on and just watch that incessantly. (laughs) I'm just watching so many seasons of Big Brother. I should go read I should take my own advice from Katie and I should go read a fucking book. You know what they that's what I'll do.
1: Yeah, you should. I bet that bookworm wife of yours has been reading a lot. She always does. Um but you know what they should yeah. Yeah. You know what they should put on Netflix sort of like those eulog things um mm-hmm. but it's just someone sitting reading and they're not reading aloud they're just sitting quietly reading and you just watch them for mm-hmm. hours as they turn the pages and keep reading I would watch that
0: <laughs> You would?
1: Yeah, and it'll be called Read a Fucking Book. I'm pitching this to Netflix. They're taken a lot they need content so i'm gonna i'm gonna give them this you
0: know they do they like thing like stuff is having to stop production so they could easily they could easily tape read a fucking book um or film they don't tape anymore but you know they can read a fucking film Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the other one where you just watch someone read a script silently (laughs) for hours
0: Not out loud either. No,
1: silently. Um, And of course, we'll give k a cut of it, you know, because it was originally her line, you know.
0: It's only fair uh, that we cut Katie into this. Um, Speaking of Katie, uh, she says of this song, uh, the chorus of Commuter Rage... I don't owe you anything has become something of a personal mantra, a note to self when dealing with people who feel entitled to my time and energy. I wanted to write something that combined the feeling of being pissed off about injustice with a tongue-in-cheek, be your benevolent overlord, and ultimately joyous reclamation of my space and emotional boundaries. Um, I, I think that that Sentiment and that idea is very inspiring um something that I think that we don't do as humans enough um to set those boundaries to realize that um we're worth something and we don't owe anything to some people
1: absolutely you know what I mean? could not agree more yeah. i sorry, I've been sitting here just taking it all in because. It's stuff I've been thinking about a lot recently. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really resonating with me when you're saying that because I feel like sometimes I do have to, I think I have to, like, justify my life or my existence to people. Like, you know, maybe I mm-hmm. didn't do everything I set out to do or I haven't accomplished it yet. And I feel like, oh, I have to, like, sort of apologize for that. And it's like, why can't I just be a value With the things I have done now, why can't I just accept, you know, I have value now and I don't owe you anything. I love it.
0: Yeah, I do too. And like even just the idea of admitting to myself that I don't owe another person something is hard to take in. I don't know if it's upbringing or
1: I think that Midwestern sort of
0: thing i don't know but i i just i find a nice uh power and just that simple line i don't owe you anything well
1: i think some of it for me and maybe for you does have to do with like the sort of christian uh school that we went to because i sort of always had that authority figure to rebel against and and Mm. but then to apologize to because I would get in trouble but then have to like apologize so I feel like I always sort of had that dynamic hanging over me in life when I'm like no these this person's not an authority figure I don't need to prove anything to them you know and I don't need to apologize Mm -hmm. like everything is good you know
0: yeah so that was Painted Zeros with Commuter Rage from When You Found Forever which is out May 29th aka Luke's birthday. Whoop whoop on Don Giovanni records. Whoop
1: birthday Donji. I couldn't wait. Is that what it's calling him? <laughs> oh yeah, birthday Donji. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I couldn't ask for anything more.
0: I mean, you can. It. You you could ask for something more if you wanted. No,
1: nope. I really know, like, I could oh. not. I could not. Okay. Ask for another bite. I am stuffed. Um. So I think I will politely decline and say I could not ask for more you know I hate to do this Brian just to pile presents on myself on your birthday but this is another present to me comes out next week um and this is one Brian I've been really excited I've been sitting on this one for a while too but I've been really excited because this features an artist that you and I both are big fans of and uh the, the primary artist, before we get to the feature, um, the primary artist is producer Jackknife Lee, who has worked with the likes of The Killers, Regina Spector, U2, R.E.M., Empire of the Sun, Catfish in the Bottom, and uh, so many amazing, you know, big artists that he's produced for. and uh,
0: Never heard of any of them. It, never heard of a single one. Never?
1: Oh, hmm. you got to get out more, Brian. Read a fucking book. Read a fucking album. You want to like it. Um, And uh, the list of features on here on the album itself is pretty great because he has the likes of Beth Ditto, Sneaks. You love Sneaks. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Petite Noir, BB Barelli, Barney Fletcher, Aloe Block, and last but not least, the person who we're going to hear featured on this song. Who is it? Open Mike Eagle.
0: Ooh boy. Man, I've been waiting for new Open Mike Eagle music. Yeah. Like every day I'm like, "Ah, oh, is today the day I'm going to hear new Open Mike well, Eagle music?" I'm not kidding. Today
1: is that day and it's not that new cuz yes. this song came out a little bit and it's he's a featured artist, but still, it's close enough. Um and uh this song is so fun it's called made it weird and we're going to hear uh Mike Eagle tell us uh about how he he's always thinking about the the awkward things he did the things he did wrong and um you know while we want to accept ourselves and say i don't owe you anything sometimes you can't help but having that voice in your head saying why did you say that stupid thing why did you why did you do? have an awkward pause there? Like, wh- what were you doing? So, you know, that's normal. And uh, so what Mike does on this song is really fun, sort of exploring that subject. And Jackknife's production on this is uh, really fantastic. This is such a fun and catchy song. So let's take a listen to Jackknife Lee featuring Open Mike Eagle with the song Made It Weird.
7: The show just last night that went great But I can only think of the part that I hate Hardcore fumbled part in one song And I keep replaying the part that went wrong Bunch of folks after it said it went good But I couldn't help letting them know where I stood Killing all the audience buzz from that night Cause I couldn't help saying it wasn't that tight Caught in between the realms of what's real People's perceptions versus what I feel most of the time it's just in my head, but I still obsess on the words that I said. I'm supposed to be here the rest of my give but
2: I'm sitting here thinking the things, things I made with. I'm sitting here thinking the things I made with. I'm sitting here thinking the things I made with. I'm supposed to be here, my brain to be clear, but I'm sitting here thinking the things I made with.
7: Sitting here thinking of things I made it weird. Sitting here thinking the things I made it so weird. weird. I prefer not to talk on the phone. The immediate nature is out of my zone. I prefer to text until it gets blown by one of us misinterpreting tone. Can't say how many times I forgot. You don't send messages sipping on scotch. Knew from the dots I made a mistake. I sent that smiley emoji too late. I can get embarrassed in thousands of ways and I hold that feeling for two or three days. Everybody else is up and moved on and I'm still here thinking about why I'm wrong. Can't help feeling a feeling this large. Really wish I had a way to discharge. Some folks smoke and others do coke. I'm addicted to thinking about what I broke. It's supposed to be the rest of my gear but I'm
2: sitting here thinking of things I made with. I Thinking of things I made with. I made it. It thinking of things I made with. I am supposed to be in my brain to be clear but I'm sitting here thinking of things I made with. Sitting here thinking of things I made thinking by sitting here thinking of things I made so weird supposed to be making the rest of my gear, but I'm sitting here thinking of things I made weird Sitting here thinking of things I'm all weird sitting here thinking of things I made with supposed to be getting my brain to be clear but I'm sitting here thinking the things I made weird. Said you ain't making weird. the things I'm, I'm made with
0: Mike Eagle, of course, he's a wonderful rapper, great vocalist in general, and he injects humor into a lot of things he does uh, with this song as well. And, um, definitely is something I relate to of just that feeling of incessantly going over conversations that you have or ways that you like, oh, did I make this person feel bad about this when I said this one thing that they probably don't remember me saying? That's, that's how my head spins. So I I connect to that. And, um, I haven't been having that a lot lately just because of being socially distanced from people and not having a lot of conversations, but, um, recently I've, I had this where I sent a message on Skype to a coworker and then I thought about it for hours thinking, Oh, did I make them feel bad the way I said something that they don't care about? Um, so yeah, I, I, I connect, I get this song.
1: Do you ever like read or have Amy read, uh, a message before you send it because kyle and oh, I do yeah. that all the time where we'll like yeah like proof each other's definitely. messages to coworkers.
0: definitely do that yeah. um yep and just to make sure like i worry so much about tone and like i don't sound like an asshole in this do i right um but yeah for sure
1: and that's what he said yep. uh in the song but uh, one of us misinterpreting tone yeah is usually how their text conversations end so
0: but yeah, I I really uh, I enjoyed it. It was a cool sound and a really great um, performance by Open Mike Eagle for sure.
1: And I like how listening to it, you're like, okay, I could see how the person who made this could produce for some huge artists like that. Like I could hear that that sort of uh, acumen in the production, but it's a little weirder than you would think he would do for like a, a big artist, you know, it's it's kind of goofy and fun and uh, not what you would normally hear. And then I was reading when he first started making this album, he didn't intend to make a record. He had just sent letters to different artists saying that uh, he admired them and to thank them for the great work they were doing. And uh, then sort of out of that, he ended up recording with them and then ended up putting an album together And he said he sort of returned to the role of music fan doing it this way. Um, And he was freer to experiment and do some different stuff that he wouldn't normally do. Make music in a different way than he would with these uh, bigger artists. So I appreciate that he uh, is, is recognizing other artists like that. That's really sweet of him. And I'm glad that he did end up making this album because all the songs I've heard have been fucking fantastic. So that was Jack Knife Lee, featuring Open Mike Eagle with "Made It Weird." That's from the album "The Jack Knife Lee" that is out next week, my birthday, on Slow Kids Records.
0: All right, I'm gonna take us out. This is the last song, last song, on the on the episode, and I love this song so much from an artist that um, I've come to really love over the last um, year or so. This is Kelly Lee Owens. Have you are you familiar with Kelly Lee Owens?
1: I've heard the name a lot and I feel like I've probably heard a song or two here and there, but I haven't really uh, sat down and dug in.
0: She is such an exciting uh, person in the music industry to me. She has one, uh, full-length album out, which is a self-titled album from 2017. I just recently, within like the past year or so, got into that, and I love it so much, so I'm, I'm really excited she has a sophomore album coming up. Um, it was uh, one of those things where I was listening to the Jenny Haval album from last year, which was amazing, and I was like, I want to hear more music, like this, and I did kind of the, if you like Jenny Haval, check out sort of thing, and I came across uh, Kelly Lee Owens and listened to her self-titled debut, and I just, I love it so much. It's uh, really interesting electronic produced music, but also she sings. It's been sort of called like dream pop or techno pop, but I don't feel like that's totally... um, I mean, I can see that, but it's it's a lot more than I think either of those things. Um, Kelly Lee Owens is from Wales, and I love so much uh, music that I hear from Wales, and so yeah, makes... like
1: those songs on that eloquent song, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, also, she's from like the the uk area wales like she's ah, welsh yes yes, yes. Yeah. well um like Gweno is from uh from wales uh oh, yeah. super furry animals from wales mm. um uh and kate Lebon also um like those are some of my favorite musicians right there all in such a small area um
1: you're telling me klo and clb are from wales
0: yeah it's it's pretty crazy do
1: you think Um, uh kelly lee owens thought about going by klo and then people would maybe think that she was the kelly light orchestra hmm.
0: i i do think that that probably i think she probably was like yeah i'm gonna do klo and then was like nah, i can't i'll just go by my name
1: that's probably Um, like the obvious thought that anyone had not just a weird association
0: in my brain Nope, you made it weird again. Um just like y'all always do. Waka waka. But I'm going to get us back on the normal on the normal path here. Um there are so so this is an album that was supposed to come out I think in June or maybe May but has gotten pushed back obviously due to um, you know, the pandemic that's happening around the globe right now so it's got it's coming later uh in the year but there have been two songs for it so far one that can only be described as a techno banger which is called melt with an exclamation point um which i love that song but we're gonna listen to the the second song uh night which is a little more spacious and um still has a nice danceable rhythm going on but it's a little more contemplative um kelly says about this song this track speaks as to how feelings and insights are more accessible to us at nighttime, how the veils are thinner somehow and therefore Mm. we are more able to connect to our hearts true desires yeah that's that's interesting
1: i i connect with that for sure
0: i uh i don't i'm i'm an older i'm an older man now we all know it. I, I'm each year I get older and older. Today's my birthday, uh, so I don't stay up as late as I used to. Um, but there's there's something special at night that happens, like creatively in your mind. Um, you connect to the world differently. Um, just when you're outside at nighttime, everything just feels different. Like you're in a different place. It's not yeah. just the darkness, but I I think that that the veils are thinner. Yeah.
1: Also the veil's thinner so that's how ghosts get through that's
0: why you see ghosts at night i don't believe in ghosts but i think you you're onto something there um that's why i see ghosts every night (laughs) because of the thin veils so let's take a listen to kelly lee owens with night
1: that was another song that was sort of that, that repetitive building sound. Um, It had a pulsing pumping uh, sort of beat with some interesting, like rubbery squeaky synths, which I, I really loved those, those sounds going on. And it was very interesting then when these sort of floaty vocals come in because those two sounds uh, like sort of butting up against each other and, taking the spotlight at different times was very interesting so yeah some uh some cool uh thumping techno adjacent stuff here
0: (laughs) for sure and um i what i love so much about this song is um the way it morphs over time um even when it feels like it's in a groove like the way that those synths are interacting with the pulsing beat is like changes every so often um and then her her voice comes in and changes it up again and then about halfway through it kind of like abruptly you think it's going to it's a switcheroo and the, the it really starts hitting hard and then it brings that element back into the the first element and um i just think it's such an expertly crafted, uh, song. And it, it feels like, um, nighttime and a little ghostly as well. Um, especially Mm -hmm. with the, with the vocals. Um, the lyrics are pretty repetitive, but I love that for a while she's just repeating, it feels so good to be alone. It feels so good to be alone. It feels so good to be alone. And then the next part that she repeats is with you, with you, with you, and um, again, it's just kind of these things that are butting up against each other that combine and make sense together, and kind of um, elevate each part. It, and it, it kind of just combines in such a, a great way, even though they're they can be conflicting at points. Um, yeah, I, I just think the the song is fantastic, and uh, can't wait For uh, this album from Kelly Lee Owens. So that was Kelly Lee Owens with Night from Inner Song, which is out August 28th on Small Town Supersound.
1: All right, we got one last segment to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this day, Brian's birthday. This is Brian's present list. Let's go to shouts. Me, 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 me. shouts. (laughs) Um, I got some. interesting shouts this week so there's a couple albums i'm just excited for uh woods strange to explain love that band Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. new songs have been sounding really good um also there's i incorrectly plugged before new indigo girls album uh look long we should just say with shouts now there's an asterisk next to all of these that says maybe postponed due to COVID. So they're still showing right. up on our lists as coming out, just know. But we might some of them might have gotten pushed back and they didn't change it on here. Um there's uh a couple of bands I used to listen to back in the day that have albums coming out Badly Drawn Boy and The Airborne Toxic Event. I forgot about them, but I saw them on here. I was like, oh hey, I used to listen to them. So I guess check those out. And then Donnie Bene Mr. Experience, he's like naked with like a balding mullet on the cover. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) And I found that on Bandcamp. Also, Brian, you're going to want to check out, I believe they're from Detroit, this rap group, Boof Boys, uh, with with their album Bumpin' Cardi Leaks in a Walmart parking lot. And the album cover is just, I can't even explain it. You just got to look
0: it up. I'll, uh, I'll check that out for sure.
1: Yeah. What you got?
0: Well, of course, Shouts to Nation of Language, which I played just, yep. just earlier in the, in the episode, uh, Introduction Presence, which is out. Um, also, uh, Throwing... Presence. Yeah. <laughs> presence. Yeah. Not Presence.
1: But, well, but still, that's pretty crazy.
0: It is pretty crazy, actually. Um... And also, uh, throwing Muses has an album out. Uh, I love a lot of throwing Muses uh, music. I haven't listened to them in a while, but you know, Tanya Brian,
1: da- Muses music is meant to be listened to. I don't want you going f- throwing that single of Stockholm Syndrome that you had. Like that's not nice. Muse makes that music to be distributed to the masses. You know,
0: right? No, you're you're totally right, and I'll uh, definitely not throw this one uh i'm gonna listen to it um you know this is tanya donnelly from the breeders and also belly so i mean she she knows what she's doing (laughs) with that music uh so yeah that's that's what i got all
1: right it's three daddy o'clock we got three daddies (laughs) folks we're a planet podcast powered by pinecast you can head over to planetpodcast.com check out all the great shows like detroit strange homophilia sandwich talk and check out the planet Ant youtube channel as well where they're doing a lot of great live stream content brian you want to tell us about our other daddy you betcha
0: daddy number three offshelf.net check it out it's on the internet um they have a lot of great stuff over there um you heard Luke talk about uh, some interviews he's been doing lately. La Priest Sam Dust is on there. Um, yep. There's a lot of great uh, columns about uh, different styles of music. There's a psych rock column. There's a metal column. There's a punk column. Mm. It's mm. great stuff. and also our kissing cousins. Tell Me All Your Thoughts on Pod is going to be on offshelf.net. Make sure you check that out as well. Uh, Yeah. What a great daddy.
1: What a great daddy. And what a great day we've had on this, your birthday, Brian. I'm going to have to uh, let you go enjoy the rest of your birthday. So I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspec.
0: And I'm Brian, Mr. LeBen, if you're nasty.
1: This is best song ever, this is best song ever, this is best song, this is best song, this is best song ever.
5: This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.
0: Offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. This
7: shit is corny.